You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. SheFit. We know the fitness industry makes a lot of empty promises. We're done with shortcuts and quick fixes. No woman should be let down or held back, especially by her clothing. It's time to experience the only sports bra that's as strong as you are. Available in the widest range of sizes. Easy on and off, with 50% less bounce than the Nike Pro. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Bowl season is here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives or friends sit around watching the game. No, not this year. Not when there are a record 41 bowl games to bet on, including the national championship on Jan 7. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at my bookie today. They pay fast when you win, ownership cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. And if you want to make money during the bowl season, you got to go to my bookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out yourself. Join now, and MyBookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have the nice bankroll for the bowl season. Use promo code ZABE when you deposit and activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. At MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Today on the ZABEcast, to shut him down... Or not to shut him down. The Packers are on the cusp of a big decision regarding Aaron Rodgers. I have an opinion. I'll explain why Drew Olsen is not on the podcast anymore. I'll make a major announcement about an upcoming event. And I'll throw in my two cents on the arrest of Monte Nicholson. Your essential Sports Talk Day starter is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Here we go. Thursday, December 20th, 2018, thank you for downloading. Monte Nicholson, safety, Washington Redskins, has been put on the NFI list, the non-football injury list. This after he was arrested along with a female companion after a fight at 2 a.m. at a local shopping area called Loudon One in Ashburn, Virginia. This hits close to home because it is where I stopped almost every day on my way to work at Redskins Park for several years to get either an Elevation Burger and Fries, yummy yummy, or a Spinfire Pizza, yummy yummy, or a Firehouse Sub, yummy yummy, or maybe go to Nando's Peri Peri for some chicken wings, yummy yummy. It is a nice little pop-up out-of-nowhere shopping area with mixed-use restaurants, small business, movie theater, and Alamo Cinema Draft House, little town square, little fake town square. It's impossible to get in trouble at Loudon One. Somehow, our young safety, Monte Nicholson, did just that. Now, here's the backstory on Monte for those of you that are not big Redskin fans. Promising safety, a fourth-round pick out of Michigan State, Came on as a rookie last year, really made some plays, started thumping some guys, got a concussion, missed the last six, seven, eight games of the season, and we're like, fuck, man, we thought we had a guy there. Came back this year, we're like, okay, Monte's good to go, we've taught him some new tackling techniques, we're going to reduce his concussions, he could be really good for us. Well, he ended up not playing much, I think he got hurt again. Next thing you know, we're trading for HaHa Clinton Dix, HaHa has been terrible for us, but he keeps playing. So a lot of us are asking, well, you know, Monte's back off the injured list. Why isn't he getting some snaps here? Because haha's terrible. Anyone can see that. But it sounded like prior to this incident that the people who invested in a fourth-round pick to trade for HaHa Clinton Dix, who's going to be a free agent this summer, 
didn't want to cut that experiment short. They wanted to make it work, and so therefore they stuck with the guy that they traded for. It's not unusual, but it is what it is. So this was all just last week. Well, then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this shit happens. Arrested at 2 a.m. at Loudon 1 in a fight that left two victims uh, injured, requiring some hospital attention. Uh, they were sent to the hospital with serious but not life-threatening injuries. It was Monte and his female companion. The female companion apparently broke a bottle over the head of the female companion for this other couple. Apparently, it all started when somebody honked a horn. That's what they say. At least that's what we know right now. Pretty fucking stupid to get into a fight that serious over a honked horn at 2 a.m. in a suburban little strip mall with restaurants at that. And to do so with just two weeks left in the regular season, and to do so with, you know, a 7-7 seven and seven record. In theory, Redskins are still very much in it. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I said after this arrest came out, even before the TMZ video came out, I said, you know, if it was my team, I'd cut him. He's not that good. He has not been available. And it's about damn time we sent a message to the rest of the team. The time for grab assing is over. We need to act like a professional football team, and we don't need anybody. You're not that good. If you were really good, if you were Jonathan Allen, then we'd probably go out of our way. You're not Jonathan Allen. You're Monte Nicholson. Goodbye. I gave that opinion the day after this arrest happened, and there was a predictable degree of pushback from some fans going, ah, come on, he's a young guy. It's just a fight. It's not like he hit a girl. He hit a dude. I'm like... Okay, I understand the charges are not serious charges, like misdemeanor assault, but whatever. I said, the point is, it's like you can't count on guys like this. It is hard. You have to be completely shit-faced and have no judgment whatsoever to get into a fight just a couple miles from the team's facilities at a strip mall restaurant on your Tuesday before the final two games of the regular season, especially when you're trying to get back in the lineup. Holy shit, how dumb can you be? And it's too bad because I interviewed Monte last year as a rookie, and I liked him. And it's quite possible he's a great kid who had a bad night, and things have gone really sideways really quick. That's quite possible. It's also possible that he's a bag of shit and that he snowed me and everybody else when he sat down for an interview. We don't know. Nobody knows really who guys are. I mean, you get a sense after X number of years. If you have a player who's part of your team for six, seven, eight, nine, ten years and is in the community and you get to know him and you're like, this guy's solid. We know this guy. He's solid. I don't know this guy. I don't know what his deal is. But to me, it would have been an easy cut. Now, a day later, the video came out. TMZ had it. They paid for it. They always pay for the stuff. It was cell phone video shot by somebody who was there on the scene at 2 a.m. And it's not good video. It is of Monte Nicholson, professional football player, wailing on in a drunken stupor some other poor, hapless, drunken idiot who may or may not have, quote, deserved the beating he got, as some people like to say. But he's punching him into, uh, you know, in, he's punching him into a nap as he's going to the ground as two other people are holding this other guy back, the victim. They're like holding him back. Monte gets up, stumbles around, throws a left, a, a straight left that drops him straight to the ground. And then while he's on the ground, throws two more punches. Pretty malicious stuff. I'm not saying I would have cut him because of the video. I said I'd have cut him before that. And I'm not saying the Redskins will cut him. In fact, I'm pretty sure they can do the opposite. They end his season by putting him on the NFI because they can claim, well, he was hurt in this fight. They let things simmer down in the offseason. They roll him out next August and go, he's matured so much. He's been seeing a mentor in the offseason, and we're still hope for the best. And many of you would say that's the right way to do it. He's still a talent. He may not be as good as Jonathan Allen, but you hold on to those guys and you don't overreact just because, oh, my God, there's a video. I'm of a slightly different school, which is, these are not the guys who are going to be great great players or leaders for your team. These are the very definition of dispensable players. Same thing with Mason Foster. I would have dispensed of him as well. Oh, you're getting rid of all these good players. They're not that good. That's the problem. They're redskin good in that 
oh, one guy's a starter, Foster. The other guy is a promising fourth rounder. Those are our good players. Man, you got to get around Redskin fans. You got to look at some other teams. Other teams know who their good player. If you have to ask, is he a good player or not? He's not a good player. He's not a player you'd want to bend the rules for. But look, this the Redskins have clearly sent the signal that they don't give a fuck anymore. They are going to raise the black pirate flag and be this kind of a franchise in a desperate attempt to win. Starting with the Reuben Foster signing, going right to the Mason Foster, look the other way, what? I don't see anything here. Fuck the fan base, fuck this team. Ah, he was just kidding, he's a hard worker. Now to Monte Nicholson, who at least they're not going to suit up and have him out there uh, you know, on the sidelines on Sunday, but they're parking him on the NFI list. Okay. I hope the young man learns from it and gets his life together and realizes life is too short and you're too privileged as an NFL player and that there's nothing worth brawling in a part. I mean, because he could have lost the fight too. That's the thing. Someone with a rock or a larger bottle or a knife or nunchucks. I had a female chide me saying, thanks for mansplaining nunchucks to me, Zabe. I know what they are. And yes, I'm a woman. Sorry. (laughs) But thank you for checking in. So we're at the rump end of the NFL season. There's two games left for everybody, obviously. And a number of teams have been knocked out of playoff contention. The Panthers are one, although technically they're still not totally out. The Packers are definitely out. Aaron Rodgers is going to play these last two games, or at least on Saturday or Sunday against the Jets, because he said it's a leadership thing, that he can't expect to be a leader and to be listened to if he says, ah, yeah, I think I'm going to sit this one out. I admire that to a certain degree, but it's also colossally stupid. And what the Packers need to do is to save Aaron Rodgers the decision by saying forcefully, he's not playing. There's no point. And if they need help, these teams, in how to craft such a message to deliver to the fans and to the organization and to the rest of the players in the locker room, I'm here to help. Here's how the message should go. Aaron Rodgers is our most important player. And that means there is no other single player who has who is as important to us winning than Aaron Rodgers. Like for example, if you give me Aaron Rodgers, I could get rid of everybody else, call in a whole new group of 52 other guys and still make a decent ham sandwich out of what we've got. That's how important he is. Okay? Everyone got that so far? Good. Aaron Rodgers is also our highest paid player. We have a significant investment in him. And we are not unhappy to make that investment. In fact, we are quite thrilled at the opportunity to pay him so handsomely. As you saw last year, when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, nothing worked. Our season was essentially over. Therefore, when our season this year is essentially over, and with Aaron having suffered a knee injury back in week one and playing on it gamely for the bulk of the season and delivering some thrilling moments and a couple of great comebacks, We're not going to play him in two meaningless games. And yes, these games are meaningless. Maybe not for the players who are trying to stay in the NFL, but Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the NFL. We don't need to make him prove anything. And he is the most important player on the team. Did we mention that? I don't know. Is anyone else, have you heard media, any other players bitching about, oh, I guess I'm not as important. Let us know if any other player complains that we are here to tell you Aaron Rodgers is our most important player. And then just point him out by name, and we'll make sure to write that down and go, okay, this guy's too dumb to get it. Okay, that's fine. Bottom line is these are two valuable games that will play against starting caliber NFL players doing their full regular game planning and, and scheming and everything else. These games we have coming up here, these last two games of the year, we can't replicate them in August. We won't. This is a huge opportunity for us to evaluate our backup quarterback, who probably stinks. But we know that already, but it doesn't matter. We're going to see anyway. So therefore, Aaron Rodgers is going to sit on the sideline, clipboard in hand, not even dressed out, and enjoy two games of not playing tackle football because 
let's be honest. We saw a quarterback this year break his leg playing a football game. It's a dangerous game. That's dangerous for everybody, I know. But guess what? Aaron Rodgers is our most important player. There's nobody as important as him. And so, therefore, we'd be idiots to run him out there for two live-fire exercise games in which he could get his leg broken or his knee blown up or his spine all knocked out of whack. Not when we don't need to. He's 35 years old. He's got the mileage of a 32-year-old because he didn't play for a couple of years. Takes care of his body, but he's been accumulating quite a bit of damage. We would be idiots to put him out there for two more games. Have you seen how dangerous NFL game? You get my point. So just to reiterate for anyone here with any questions, one, Rodgers, most important player on our team by far. Like crazy important. Number two, football, dangerous. Number three, worthless games. We can't make the playoffs, therefore it's a failed season. Every NFL season is a pass-fail sort of thing. You make the playoffs, that's like a pass. You passed, and then whatever you do in the playoffs is just gravy on top of the icing, as Brian Nelson would say. If you don't make the playoffs, you fail. We have failed this year's test. Therefore, Aaron's not going to play. He's our most important guy. Football's dangerous, season's over, games are worthless. We'll open it up to questions. That's what I'd say, and I would say it unfucking apologetically and let anyone who wants to bitch about it, let any other player, any other wideout, running back, lineman, linebacker, hell, I would hand out secret ballots in the locker room and say, do you guys want Aaron to play these two games or not? Any player who expects to be on the roster next year, including the offensive players who benefit from Rodgers, like Devontae Adams, who made the Pro Bowl, and well-deserved, by the way, I guarantee you that secret ballot vote would be, fuck no, don't play Aaron Rodgers these two games. What are you, crazy? But the fake machismo and the old-school mythology of the NFL still endures with some teams and some cities. It's madness. It's lunacy. It's stupid, but they're going to do it. Cross your fingers. Let's hope he doesn't get broken. Many of you have emailed or texted or tweeted and asked, what happened to Drew Olson? I love Drew on your podcast. I love Drew as well. Drew Olson is currently in dry dock because of forces beyond my control. Lawyers. Oh, I've pled with them. I have begged with them. I've said, what what are you talking about? Read the language. It's right there in black and white. And they're like, da-da-da-da-da-da. We'd rather be safe than sorry. And I said, okay. Fine. I'll go without my buddy, Drew, for a while. And they said, don't worry. It's just for a while. And I said, okay. Sure about that? And they go, yeah. And I said, good said cuz I would I'm looking forward to reuniting with him in several months let's just put it that way of course I still need my Wisconsin fix and I think you guys need your Wisconsin fix as well that's why we bring in the best backup ever when it comes to hello. Wisconsin hello say hello to Eric Getter everybody who is the Drew what Olson is <laughs> what is happening the the Drew Olson backup for the time being. What's up? I, I'll, I'm happy. I'm happy to take the call from the bullpen, and yeah, the call went through. So yeah, very good. Getter, of course, uh, my longtime running mate. He has been with me for every Zave Vegas, and we're gonna drop a little bit of a nugget right now. Getter, you ready? I'm ready. Zave Vegas 2019 is on. Cue the sound effects. Where's the? I'm playing it. I'm playing it right now, Gitter, but you can't hear it because I don't. I don't feed the audio effects through the phone. It's. I need a more sophisticated setup here. But yeah, so Zave Vegas. Zave Vegas is back after a two-year hiatus, and you can be a part of it. I've given the premium subscribers to the Zave Cast 
what a good 24 hours or thereabouts you are one yourself uh, by the way yeah a little uh, a little over 24 i think it was i think i got the email yesterday uh two local times so but you're at about 28 hours i would say so far yeah so here's and it's filling up fast already well he, here's the deal so it's limited to the first 64 entrants ahaha get it 64 68 so we can have the play in no i'm just kidding you know I, I've been thinking about that. Here's why. It's filled up so fast. I had counted on it not filling up. I, I'd counted about 50 or so people coming because that's yep. what we've had in the past. And I thought, I'll have some in my pocket for myself and a couple other people. Now I'm starting to think, well, if it sells out 64, which it probably will, I might have to include some guys as play-in game guys. By the way, for, first of all, I need to explain what's going to happen. So... <laughs> We're we're uh, we're at the MGM Grand. Thank you to Nate Gray and his staff there, and Scott Gertner, for hosting us. We have a special rate that is available only for my listeners at the MGM Grand. And dirt we're, cheap. I looked at that yesterday. It is dirt cheap. Uh yes, it's very good. Fantastic it's, deal. I think Thursday night getter is like forty four dollars. I think that's what I saw. Yeah, it's it's. I However, think I punched in. However, I punched in like a fake reservation for myself, and it came out to about eighty bucks a night. Okay. However, you do know they up an extra you with the resort fee, taxes. Thirty-seven dollars, I believe I saw as the resort fee. Thirty-seven. <laughs> yeah, so I think I like, saw that. So it's like double the rate, but whatever. You're gonna get a room at the MGM Grand for under a hundred bucks on Thursday night, which is pretty pretty good. All Absolutely. Right? All right. So there, you're gonna get that. Okay, I've got the website for you right here. Uh, actually, I think the simplified URL, here's what it is. Zabe.com slash ZabeVegas-2019. ZabeVegas-2019. I'm giving you this now because I want to reward those who listen to the podcast before I just blurp it out over social media or anything else. All right? Perfect. So it's Thursday March 28th. That is the first Thursday of the Sweet 16. It's a little later this year. This is like the latest we've been, right? Yeah, everything got backed up a week. um, Because I know when we were looking at it, or I was looking at it before you, you just bought your ticket, by the way. Um, (laughs) Hey, I'm in, The dates all were off by about a week. So, yeah, I think for whatever reason, it's uh, St. Patrick's Day, which typically is that first weekend, is is like the conference tournament weekend this year. And thankfully, by the way, that, you know, we don't have um, Easter falling on that Sunday because that has yeah, happened before for Zave Vegas. <laughs> yes, it has. Cre- created. We had to pay a lot. Prayed a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were going home early, like please late Saturday. Please hit me with that jack. Please <laughs> hit me with that jack and ace. Please, exactly. please, please. So here's the deal: uh, sixty-four people. We're gonna have a little space over by this level up area that's got a Papa Shot machine. It's got some other uh, little games. It's got a bar. It's got TVs. We're going to gather there. I'm going to do a special show, three to four, like a live Zabecast as a pregame show. Uh, People can sit around and watch, and we'll have the usual knuckleheads join us. And then uh, we'll watch the games from 4 until 9 o'clock on Saturday. And while we're watching the games, we're going to play a Papa Shot tournament of the 64 people who have signed up for Zabe Vegas, bracket style. And the winner is going to win a... 50-inch flat-screen TV, huh? Isn't that a great prize? Hey, it's like 200 bucks now. (laughs) Shut up. It's still a nice prize, okay? A lot of people would like a 50-inch high-def TV. And as we are taping this, I'm looking right now, it says 32 spots remain. 32 spots remain. Wow, so we've already had all the conference qualifiers. (laughs) Yep, the auto bids are in. There you go. The the pot, the uh, the premium subscribers are the auto bids, apparently. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, the the URL is zabe.com slash zabevegas2019. That's just one word, zabevegas2019. And uh, email me if you're having trouble accessing it. But it's all right there. So, so we'll be Thursday. That's what we'll do. And uh, it's 64 people only. Uh, and it's going to be $64.00. Plus tax and whatever for the stupid event right cost, but that's you know neither here nor there. And for sixty four bucks, you get into the tournament, 
the Papa Shot tournament. You get into the little VIP area, meet and greet, hang out, watch the games. It's going to be a commemorative coin because you know me, Getter. If need coins. Need, gotta have need a commemorative coin. Coins. Need the coins. <laughs> There'll be a special lucky coin, a chance to win t-shirts and hats. I think I think if you win a game in Papa Shot, you'll unlock maybe a hat. And if you are, win two games, these, you'll unlock this, a shirt. The leftover Zabe Vegas 2012 shirts. Hey, fuck we got off, man. No, these will be new shirts, <laughs> asshole. They might be leftover bloody oh, horns. I'm the asshole. They, they might, Whatever. They, they, they might be leftover bloody horns mugs because we do have a lot of those on stock. Um, pretty much on the other side of the wall of my desk right now, there's four cases of those mugs in well, my storeroom. Well, we're gonna we're gonna need them for this summer because the bloody horns is gonna happen again this summer. Okay, so that's the deal. Go uh, go reserve your spot. Now, here's the thing: you don't have to stay at MGM Grand. You can stay, like, if you've got points or you're a big shooter, some other swank place like, you know, uh, you know, Main Street Station or Slots <laughs> of Fun or Circus Circus. The you're a big D. wheel. The D. Yeah, if you're a big wheel somewhere else and you got reservations or you got points, fine, stay there. You just need to sign up for the Zay Vegas appearance. So after we're done, we'll play Papa Shot during those Sweet 16 games. We'll play the tournament out. And then we'll all get in limos and we'll go to the Las Vegas sign and get a nice big group photo there. And then we'll come back and we'll have VIP access, complimentary VIP access to Hakkasan Nightclub where we can watch our hearing decrease by the minute as we watch the beat, the bass drop. Absolutely. And, and just hang out and see what the young stupid people do. And we're going to have a great time. So if you want to be part of that, bottom line is... Get your own airfare, get your own hotel, or go to the MGM Grand link that is on the Zabe Vegas page. Take advantage of our special rates. Sign up for Zabe Vegas, and let's get this thing started up right. I feel bad that it, it went dormant for two years, right? Two years it went dark? Two years. Two yeah. years, yes. And that's the way it's going to be. Now, it's going to be one night only. In the past, we had done viewing parties on Thursday and Friday. I decided Friday people kind of like to do their own thing. They get to Vegas. They come and they do the watch party with us. They're all excited. It's a lot of fun. And then Friday, they get tugged in different directions. Hey, my buddy says there's a great place to watch over at this sports book in town. Oh, but we were supposed to, we already signed up to, to hang out with Zabe again. No, no, we don't need to do it two days in a row. Just go wherever you want. We'll still be hanging around on Friday anyway. You'll see me plenty at the MGM Grand, but it just won't be an official thing. We'll do everything on Thursday. Done. Or you have guys that maybe get a little overserved on the Thursday night and. Don't, don't show make up. Make it back for right. the Friday night. Steve Robinson may have done that one year. He might have, might have done just that. All right, that's that. Let's talk Packers. What's the state Oof. of the Packer Nation right now well, in Wisconsin? Is it despondent? I would, uh, I would say that's a fair way to describe it. I mean, the, the big story of the day is uh, is Rogers going to play on Sunday? And he's of course came out today and said that. Oh yeah, I, I, I want to play. You know, if I, I if I'm the leader of this team, how can I take a day off? But and I know. just and before I before I picked up the phone and called you, I spent six minutes obliterating this stupid ass thinking that the Packers have. I said the Packers should have stepped in and said we've deactivated him for the year, and it's for his own good. It's for our own good. And if anyone has any questions about why he gets special treatment, come see us. It's moronic. The guy still has a bad knee getter. And a groin. So, I mean, a, a good, 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 so, And I, I mean, know how painful those are. It's so it's so dumb. You know, the Panthers are technically still alive. They're shutting down, you know, Cam Newton. Cam. Cam. And the Packers Ooh. should do the same thing. I To me, this as a Packer fan would drive me nuts. Why are we playing him? Why? To prove well, that he's a leader? Just paid him yes! $150 million. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, man. You're the leader because we paid you $150, $150 million, not whether you play in week 16 in a meaningless game. Yeah, but you it know just, what? It, it makes no sense. I hate it, and I pray to God he doesn't get hurt in these two games. Do you think he'll actually play, or are they going to back off this? Well, I've heard, I listened to a couple of locals today, and they, you know, the running theory as well. He said that, and then maybe they may have pulled him aside after practice and said, hey, you know, that groin, you're going to be held out of practice tomorrow for that, and you might be a game-time decision come Sunday, and you can, you know, suit up, go through warm-ups, and be like, yeah, groin. Ah, yeah. It's really groin. bothering me. Yeah. Really Deactivated. Bad. 
Yeah, and then and then you can see the wonderful comedic stylings of Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, we saw him uh, in the Bears in the first game of the year, and did look I good. Was ready to, I was ready to leave that game at halftime. And, oh, you were at the game. I mean, yeah, I was, and thankfully I did not leave early. We did stay to the bitter end, which ended up being a celebratory end with the comeback win, which feels like that was in 2015 at this point. Yeah, it does feel like it was just forever ago. So you guys need a coach. Do you have your personal preference? If I could pick anyone yes. in the in in the entire football world, that's gettable. I'm not saying, oh, I'd take Belichick. Give me a gettable name that you would have a preference for. I mean, the the idea has been floated of uh, Vic Fangio, uh, based on what he's done with that Bears defense okay. um, last year and this year. He, would, I mean, that would make sense, and then kind of make Rodgers the de facto offensive coordinator or get some, you know, muppet Ooh. in there to kind of, you know, run the offense. Did you say a muppet? Um, I did say muppet. Yes. Which Muppet? Grover? Cookie uh, Monster? I like Grover. Ernie? Uh, well, Cookie Monster would work, yeah. Cookie Tickle Monster, Me Elmo? <laughs> Get a Muppet be... in there as the OC. <laughs> so you so you wouldn't mind giving even more control to Rodgers? Well, yeah. I mean, you've you've paid him all this money now. I mean, you almost have to because... Yeah, but what if he know, sucks? What if he sucks as an OC? What if he needs an OC well, that can see his shortcomings, however few they may be, and go, you know what, Aaron? We're going to do this, this, and this, because I, I know you're better at this stuff. You may not think so, but I know you are. But there could be the other, the opposite theory of that is what if he is, people on the outside view him as the, the OC already, and this might scare away some coaches from not necessarily wanting to come Oh, here. right. Not wanting to be the OC. Not wanting to be the head coach just because they know that Rodgers is already kind of calling the shots to begin with. Well, that's why somewhere... that's why you should go with a defensive head coach. Absolutely, and I, I like Fangio would make great sense. I mean, if if it was, you know, anybody was on off or not off limits, I mean, let's give Nick Saban a second chance. I mean, he, if he, when he wins the <laughs> national championship again this year, what else does he have to prove at Alabama? Is Nothing. is Nick Saban actually being talked about? I heard that initially. I mean, it was probably pretty quick, but I mean. Hey, second second chance as an NFL head coach. He's already done everything he can in the college game. He's getting up in years. He's I think sixty six or sixty seven. You know, you, you just you'd you'd, you'd 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 side up to you'd sidle up to Nick Saban at the metaphorical coaching bar, and yeah. you and you'd say, "Hey, Nick, I you know something. All right, <laughs> all right, Nick. Listen, before these gin and tonics go through us like shit through a tin horn, exactly. let's just." Let me just tell you about something. By the way, did you ever see Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross get her, the movie? Of course. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Remember, remember when um, Pacino's character, I forget the character's name, but he was the slick salesman. He knew how to sell this shitty real estate the best. And yes. He, and he, 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 he sidles up to that guy, that poor sap, and he starts his speech like, you know, this Richard is Richard Roma. Richard Roma. Ricky Roma. Right. Ricky Roma. Yeah. Right. And uh, and 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 who was the guy? Nathan Price, I believe, is his name. The actor, P.R. Jonathan, Pr- Jonathan, Jonathan Price, Price, right? An acclaimed actor in his own right. And he yes. was this sort of this hapless schlub that didn't know what he was doing in life. And Ricky Roma in Glenn Gary Glenn Ross's, I don't know. There's there's something that maybe it matters to you, maybe not. It's just a silly little thing. And he whips out his pamphlet for this shit real estate in Florida, yep. and it's very slick. It's very unassuming that's the tack the packers could take with nick saban Absolutely. You, si- you sidle up to him and you go look this is this is a crazy idea you're never going to go for this nick but listen we have a quarterback who is fucking awesome i know he's prickly he's aloof i think you guys would get along because so, you're both the yeah, same so, so is saban <laughs> right okay he, he's and he's a perfectionist nick all right we've underachieved with I... him all right <laughs> We've underachieved with him. Now, listen, I know this sounds crazy. You got everything set up at Alabama. I know you love the college game. You love teaching young men. But we have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. This window's not going to open up ever again. A Hall of Fame quarterback itching for a little bit better coaching in his prime still 
in the most iconic NFL city and franchise in the entire league. And it, it's, it's yours to take, and money will not be an object. It'll be your chance to loop back, Nick, and erase the only blemish on your Hall of Fame coaching career, that ill-fated stint at Miami. I know, it's crazy. But here, I'm just going to leave you with this brochure here, and then you slide the Packers brochure to Nick Saban, and then you order another cocktail. Eh? Or or, you, or eh? No, don't even go that far. Just just take a napkin and write $15 million on it and just slide it to him. <laughs> Question mark? I'm Ron Burgundy? $15 million? Question mark? Part ownership? Question mark? <laughs> well, we couldn't do or, that since we're well, not so publicly... Not a, that's not a, true. We're are owned there, by the public. So. Are there league rules against coaches owning part of the team, too? I and, would guess there probably is, yeah. you'd assume. Well, then, you know you know what? Get her, give him one of those worthless Packer stock certificates. Yeah, for 200 bucks. Here's 200 bucks. We, see, we got it framed up real nice. You're an owner, With Nick. your name you're on the, the scoreboard. <laughs> you're the first ever coach owner. You yeah. and 60,000 other saps that bought these things. Uh, how many? probably more than that. But... How, many, how many stock certs were issued? Oh, there was a lot. Let me see if I can find that. Do you? Packer stock. Do you, do you have one? No. What do you mean, no? You buy lots of for worthless what? shit. You buy custom <laughs> head covers point. for putters. <laughs> uh, more According to Wikipedia, more than 250,000 shares wow. have been sold since wow. the first share offering in 15 years announced on December 6th of uh, 2000. Wow, uh, thir- two thousand three. That's yeah. like that's like the number of people in the Middle Ages that claimed to have a nail from Jesus's crucifixion. It'd be enough nails they said to sink a boat, basically. Okay, yeah. That that notwithstanding, so you know, you get Nick Saban, and now you got something going on. Now that's a fantasy. Let's pretend that's not going to happen. Yeah. What would you think about a guy who I say is the asshole you need, Greg Williams? Would you take him? Look what he's. Hell yes! Look what he's done with the Browns, for God's sakes. He's an asshole, he though. Two? He rubs people the wrong way. Aaron Rodgers is an asshole at times. Who cares? <laughs> right. At this point, enough of the nice guy routine. We yeah. need to win and win now. Yeah. We have four more years, probably. You know, I mean, that would take Rodgers to forty. Is he really want to gonna? Is he really gonna want to keep going? You know, into 41, 42? I mean. And obviously Brady's played pretty well this year, but man, last week was yeesh yeah. with him on some of the uh, some of those plays. Granted, I mean they played the Steelers, but um, it, 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 you see that so many times where the guy gets into his late end of his career and he's like, oh, he looks great, he looks great, and then bam, hits the wall. It's just like, whew. yeah, I, nobody wants to see that with 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 Rogers. You guys need a defense that is a snarling, angry, psychotic defense. And that's what yep. Greg is good at tuning up. Right on the edge, right on the border, obviously. We know his past history. I feel like, I don't know, when was the last time you guys had a super nasty defense where you're like, holy oh, fuck, these guys shut man. people down? I can't really remember. Your defense has always Reggie, been nice. Reggie, Reggie White. Reggie White was probably with the team yeah. still. Yeah. Like, even even your good defensive players – like you know, um, you know Thor with his long blonde hair, he's oh, who's worthless now. Yeah, I think you guys are a bit harsh on him. I know you guys say hey, he's worthless, but you know he's a good player. But again, he's the nice guy that appears in State Farm commercials. You yeah. need some penitentiary guys on defense. Yeah, well, and we had that back in the day with like Wayne Simmons and you know guys like that who were just. <laughs> Crazy, Just maniacal, yeah. on and off the field. Yes, right. So yeah, yeah. You need. At least, I think if you want to be a top end defense, you got to have at least one of those guys on your team who is just can come unhinged at a moment's notice. Yeah, to so, make you badass. So since you're not going to be able to root on the pack, second straight worthless January for you people up there in Wisconsin, where you yeah. had gone, you had gone. How many years of having something? I think it was. I think it was twelve. 12 years in a row? Okay. And and if you exclude that one Ray Rhodes year, because there is one. The the eight and eight year. Right. What's your playoff streak? 12? 
I think it was twelve. Prior yeah, to prior to right last now. year, obviously, it's two in a row now. Prior to that, it was twelve. Oh, without being in the playoffs. Yeah, Oof. I could look this uh, up right see. now. You... I got it right now. I got so two thousand one through two thousand sixteen. We're in the playoffs. That's right. No, sorry, nine through nine through sixteen. We missed in 08. Went in 07, and then we had a, there's a couple year stretch there, 05, 06 without. And then 01 to 04. So, I mean, I'm guessing. Been, uh, all right, so the dawn of Favre was 96. Yes. So, yep. since 96 going to now, that's 22 years. Math? Uh, yes. Math, yes. Nailed 90, it. Yep, 22. Nailed it. So, 22, one, two, years, three, 22 years, I think you've missed four times. Sounds about right. Eighteen uh, looks like six. Looks like sixteen of twenty-two. If I'm counting right, this right, sixteen of twenty-two. Profootballreference.com. All right, sixteen of twenty-two. In other words, every year after the holidays, when winter is at its bleakest up there, you always had the Packers to pull you through January, at least for a couple of weeks to go. There's a game. There's a game. We're looking forward to it. This is going to be exciting. Second straight year without that, and that's yeah. got to suck. And guess what? Welcome to the rest of how we live in the NFL. Say, welcome, to, welcome to the Redskins. Is that welcome to, to most of the league? Is how you welcome <laughs> to, except for Patriot fans and Steeler fans. So, yep. so that said, you'll just have to turn your attention to the Bucks, who are pretty, pretty good. They are pretty snazzy, and the uh, looking forward to the earned jerseys that they get to wear on Christmas Day against oh, the Knickerbockers. Do you like those? They look. Pretty, I mean, I think some of them were weren't the best, but the Bucks one looks cool because it's red and green. You know, that's Christmas colors. Well, it's Why also it's also got the in the upper right corner. I'm not looking at it right now. It's got the little homage to the old color scheme from back in the '80s with the yes. number. It's not. Yep. It's not the Mecca court throwback nope. uniform. That's a different one. It's basically the same layout for the most part, just some different colors. colors. Right, exactly. Yeah, so like in the 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 Mecca one, it the Bucks goes from green on the Mecca to red on the earned edition jersey. Bowl season is here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives or friends sit around watching the game. No, not this year. Not when there are a record 41 bowl games to bet on, including the national championship on Jan 7. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at MyBookie today. They pay fast when you win, ownership cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. And if you want to make money during the bowl season, you got to go to MyBookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out yourself. Join now, and MyBookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have the nice bankroll for the bowl season. Use promo code ZABE when you deposit and activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. At MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. All right. Let's do a quick tech review for Christmas, then wrap it up here. Gitter has become more of a tech whore than I am, which is hard to believe. I would say I'm equal. Equal. Uh, okay. All right. I'll give you that. AirPods. I keep, I keep my stuff, though. I don't return it after. <laughs> I know. Uh, AirPods, we both recommend them, correct? I'm using them right now. Used them today when I went for my run because it was – unseasonably warm for december today so do you do, do they stay in your ears when you run yeah yeah without touching them at all uh i think i touched it once just okay. to be like oh, it feels like it's not there but it still was there so yeah okay because that's the only thing that i would say you got to watch out for the the airpods don't really stay in my ears too well of course i don't run with them so you know because i don't run really like getter does <laughs> But they are the reason to get AirPods is this: they provide the best call quality you're going to get without question. Yep. Because there's the actually two microphones helps. right. Yeah. There's two microphones, one in each AirPod, and they hand off to each other the best signal with the best wind reduction when you're outdoors or whatever. And yep. so, if you want to make a good quality call, like Gitter is to me right now, AirPods are the way to go. So there's they have that. new ones coming though, allegedly. So, okay. 
Uh, other tech gadgetry. Uh, currently in front of me, uh, iPad Pro in front of me, MacBook so you've Pro got, in front of me. All right, so you've got the iPad Pro, which is the big one. Yes, absolutely. And you, you like it? I, yeah, I love it. I mean, I do most stuff uh, for personal, for my job, all on that iPad Pro. Very little use of the, the uh, MacBook Pro, but still... Uh, and you still use both, but yeah, private. But you and you use the, use the, a you use a keyboard dock with that Mac Pro. Or I'm sorry, yes, use a keyboard yeah. keyboard a keyboard dock with the iPad. The case, the keyboard Pro. case. Okay, yeah, the, the keyboard, keyboard case. case. Yep, yep, yep. See, I can't get with it because it doesn't have a mouse. I like having mm-hmm. a mouse in my right hand. You have to touch the screen to be a mouse. That doesn't bother you. No, because actually I sometimes go to the MacBook Pro and touch the screen thinking it's going to move, and it doesn't. So <laughs> I'm, I'm the opposite of you in that respect. All right. On the camera front, I did just buy the GoPro Hero 7. It might be the last GoPro camera that is ever made because the company is completely going down the shitter. It's, yeah, they are in not good shape, I'm assuming. They're not in good shape, but let me tell you, Gitter, the hyper-smooth stabilization on the GoPro Hero 7 in 4K 60 mode is so good, you do not need a gimbal. You really don't. It's a gimbal killer is what they say, and I would agree. It does such they just a... came out with a gimbal. I know they did. Standalone gimbal. <laughs> I know they the did. The Osmo, Go... right? Uh, they... Well, yeah. Okay, so, so, then, so then DJI also came out with the GoPro Pocket Osmo Pocket. Oh, that was DJI. That's DJI. That's separate. That's not GoPro. Right, that's, that's not DJI. GoPro. That's DJI, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I think DJI is going to go the way of GoPro because, like, they haven't put really? out. Well, okay. What was the last improvement they've made to their drones? They came out with Mavic 2 and Mavic well, 2 the, Pro. And that one can zoom, though, which. Well, yeah, there's a zoom version. two times optical zoom on it, doesn't it? It does. But that's the last one they put out. And a lot of us Mavic owners, like you and I, were like, eh. I, what what else, what else do I need a new drone for? There's not a new drone that really wows us just yet. Well, and when you're and when you're 500 feet up, how much are you zooming in to the ground? Usually, with a two, 2x zoom. Usually, I'm 30 feet in the air and 10 feet away from a window. Oh, or, just <laughs> kidding. Or or backing into a tree. Okay, let's <laughs> not go there. <laughs> um, so Too soon. Yeah, so DJI came out with a, a device called the Pocket, Osmo Pocket. And it's basically, yes. it's a miniature hand drone so that you can take video that is cinematically smooth because it's got a tiny camera on a tiny gimbal that stabilizes the footage. Now, I've, of course, watched a ton of reviews on YouTube because that's what I do. And there are problems with this product. One of the main problems is the microphone faces towards you so when you go to film somebody so it's getting the audio from the person holding the camera not the people that are actually getting recorded yes not good also there is no mic input for a external microphone if you want really good quality audio which is unfortunate there's a ton of uh, accessories for it which i think is almost too much a bit of overload and it just it's so small it's not as smooth as i think you might want so I'm not I'm not recommending it from what I've seen, but it's a it's a cool device. It's tiny, it's teeny, tiny. Well, just get one right before Zabe Vegas, and we'll use it, and then you can return it. Yeah, I recommend if you're going to get a pocket camera, get the Sony RX100 series, of which there is now six versions. Yeah, there's six of that one. Yeah, it. I looked uh, at that. It's it zooms in a lot more on that new one. Uh, the new yeah, there's a the the six goes to 200 millimeters which is pretty phenomenal for a pocket camera. Most people don't own pocket cameras anymore because they've got their phone. And that's fine, but you and I know when you take oh, a picture much with better the, quality. Oh, the depth of colors and the dynamic range, it's it's night and day if you care about I quality think, with your photos. I used I used the Mark 5 as much as my phone when we were in Scotland. Yeah. Because it's right then, you know, if you're going to be somewhere taking pictures, put it in your pocket. It's very easy. It's very small. Very nice. I'll just uh, get a nice shoulder strap, which I have for mine. Shoulder strap for a pocket for a camera yeah. that small. 
Yeah, if you're just going to be walking around and not, you know, yep. just walking through a city taking pictures of buildings or whatever stuff you're going to take pictures of, you just oops, swing it around, got it to go. And I also have on the headphone front, I did buy the Bose QC35 II. That's the Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it is. That's the choice of number 12. It, it is. Let me tell you, these headphones, Bose, I think, makes the best audio quality of any maker. And yeah, uh, that's what they're known for. That's that their, is what they're known for. Stick. Right, but I've read some reviews in which the real audio files and the real audio snobs have a saying for Bose, which says, no highs, no lows, typical Bose. I don't know what that means. All I know is when I put these headphones on, I'm like, holy shit, this is clear as can be. The other thing that got me on these headphones, Gitter, and they are not cheap, $350. Oh, you can get two pair, two pairs of AirPods for that. So when you lose one of them, you have a backup. I am rubbing right now the fine. I don't want to hear you rubbing anything. Jeez. I am rubbing the fine Corinthian leather on the ear cups of the oh, Bose. Ricardo Montalban approves, apparently. Dude, like I just, as a tech nerd, I appreciate the quality of the materials that Bose put into their headsets. Everything is absolutely first rate. So I bought them, and uh, and I'm happy I did. They're not quite as loud as my Beats Studio Wireless version. What about the one. ones you bought that just just for the bass? Uh, oh skull yeah, canvas? Skull Candy, the Skull Candy <laughs> Crusher bass Aphonics or whatever they called them, the the bass 360 that would shake your ears off. Only because you had time to kill between shows one day, you just went. I know. I know. You get some noodles and then the and then the the skull crushers. Exactly. Uh, They were cool for a week, and I was like, okay, this is getting annoying because your ears are like. Did you? But if you really like bass, if of course I did, of course I did. It, 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 I, re- I buy stuff, I return stuff, it gives me a chance to then go, all right, I'm back in business. Holy man, look, at, I'm, I just was tracing back uh, GoPro's stock history. Oh, straighten the shitter. $94.78 in 2014. It closed today at $4.59. Yeah. Because as someone on, the, uh, on YouTube did a great spoof video where it was like, that the video is titled "Man GoPros His Life Realizes It's Not Very Exciting," and it's a guy GoProing like puddles it's as like he walks. It's like the Truman Show. It's, no, it's, it's even worse show. than that. <laughs> it, it, it's like intentionally sad, not dramatic video of his life, of him stepping over a puddle, walking the dog, or going to the mailbox with <laughs> with a GoPro, and it's like, yeah. Wait a second. I did. I did all those things today. I stepped over puddle. I walked the dog, and I went to the mailbox. Well, then you should go pro. You should go pro. Apparently, also so. while you're while you're looking it up, Google the founder of GoPro and the financial diciness that he engaged in as the company was riding high. There's a whole so, backstory to uh, I forget the guy's name that that was the CEO. Uh, it's Nick something, isn't it? Nick, yeah. Uh, Nick Woodman. Yeah, Nick Nick Wood. Nick Woodman. Woodman. So, so when GoPro got super huge and was valued at a gazillion dollars, he did this thing to sort of like siphon out a bunch of money. He bought a yacht that was like a fifty million dollar yacht. Well, I know, I know, but he did a lot of shady stuff, which also helped the demise of uh, of the company. But like I said, I own a GoPro Hero 6. I own a GoPro Hero 7. They're still really amazing cameras as long as they you use them outdoors. They're not indoor cameras. I'd say this to anybody who asks. I'm like, oh yeah, it's an outdoor camera. It needs a lot of light because the sensor is small. But you do anything outdoors, your GoPro will kick fucking ass. I've so. got the Hero 5 and the Session, the one that you could actually hit with a golf club if it's out of a bunker. <laughs> There's yeah. a video out there of that happening where somebody actually hits it and didn't break the camera. Yeah, and then you get footage of you spinning like a golf ball so you can get sick and vomit. I don't well, understand the appeal of that, but okay. There's crazier videos on YouTube, I'm pretty sure, than that. So Yeah, but is it pleasing <laughs> to watch your GoPro spin around? <laughs> there's, there's getting Half the videos on YouTube aren't pleasing to watch. Well, that's a good point on In that. In fact, they're probably downright disgusting, a lot of them. 
All right, uh, Gitter, uh, good to talk to you. Hang in there as a Packer fan. Uh, good luck on the coaching search. I hope they don't play Rodgers. It'd be stupid and pointless, and you might break them. But we'll see what uh, this weekend brings. And uh, just have a good Christmas with your two little ones who are in the prime Christmas years of ages 10 and 6. Uh, eight, 8 and 6. I don't know if you can – there's been lots of footsteps in the uh, first floor of the Gitter mansion of tonight of them running around back and forth. So. Oh, yeah. I, I warned them before I went downstairs, keep it down. And, you know, they're not really listening very well, which is a big surprise at the end of the day. All right, man. I'll talk to you after the new year. Thanks, bud. Sounds good. See you, buddy. We'll end on this today. Dateline Brazil. Supernatural, quote, events terrify police while interrogating celebrity medium John of God over sexual abuse claims. Detectives questioning a celebrity medium in Brazil who has been accused of sexually assaulting and abusing more than 300 women have reported spooky goings-on during their two-hour interrogation. The mysterious problems unnerved cops but didn't deter them from collecting the testimony from faith healer by the name of Jao Teixeira de Faria, known as Jao de Deus or John of God. This in Brazil. This guy looks like he is something else. One detective responsible for coordinating the task force investigating the allegations claimed that as the spiritual guru began to speak, strange things started to happen in the police station. Suddenly, the computer that was being used to transcribe the suspect's answers to the allegations seemed to have a life of its own, and the commands on the keyboard wouldn't work. When the clerk tried to enter the medium statement, the keys locked on a specific letter and O-O-O-O-O-O-O was recorded continuously on the screen for a few seconds. Although this has never happened before, bemused agents put the incident down to a faulty computer. It is Brazil, you know. Not a lot of things work as they should in Brazil. But it was when the printer in the room began to print without receiving a command, and then a fridge blew up, their thoughts turned to paranormal interference. Said the detective, it was hot in the interrogation room. Again, Brazil. And I decided to turn on the air conditioning. I plugged the lead into an extension shared with a mini fridge, and the electrical wiring suddenly exploded, burning out the fridge. Everyone in the room screamed with fright. Yeah. Brazil. According to the officer, the 76-year-old spiritual healer who's accused of sexually molesting women during private consultations at his clinic stayed silent. She did say all those these things happened and they surprised us. They failed to interfere with our work. He, John of God, didn't say a word. <laughs> Court documents show that John of God tried to withdraw nearly $9 million before finally surrendering to police on Sunday. The documents seen by the Associated Press are part of a judge's ruling rejecting bail. So let me get this straight. A faith healer who goes by John of God in Brazil has sexually assaulted and molested 300 women in private faith healing sessions in his office. He is rich beyond all words in an impoverished third world country. And when the police went to talk to him, their shit in the office didn't work perfectly. Computers, mini fridges, printers. You know what I call that? Tuesday in Brazil. Good luck, John. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, this podcast. Feel- oh, oh, I think there's something weird going on. I think John of God is mad at me. Oh, wait a minute. Nah, I was just a little bit of indigestion there. That'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. Download, subscribe, comment, and like. Tell three friends. Get the Zabecast app. Subscribe to Football Five Ways Friday. Premium edition. We're going to make you money, me and Mr. X. Zabe.com slash premium. Podcasts are the future. You know them. You love them. Thank you for listening to this one. Email me with topics, suggestions, and feedback at zabe at yahoo.com. Now, go download your latest updates for your computer, lest you get possessed by John of God. And we will see you next time.
bowl season is here and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives or friends sit around watching the game. No, not this year. Not when there are a record 41 bowl games to bet on, including the national championship on Jan 7. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at MyBookie today. They pay fast when you win, ownership cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. And if you want to make money during the bowl season, you got to go to MyBookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out yourself. Join now, and MyBookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have the nice bankroll for the bowl season. Use promo code ZABE when you deposit and activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. At MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid.